0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know, this is Jay, and once again we are looking at the first season of Batwoman, episode 7, Tell Me the Truth. And that is really the theme of this episode, is a lot of truth-telling, or perhaps truth-hiding. Well, let's see, when we last left our intrepid hero of Gotham, some strange things were brewing in Gotham. Alice and Mouse, um, using... Mouse's uh, ability to mimic really anybody's voice, but to really be a scientist uh, to steal from Catherine a weapon that Alice really, really wanted. Um, a weapon that we went on to find out was a gun that could penetrate the armor of Batman and or Bat Woman. Um, so we go a little further in there where we find out that there is an assassin loose in Gotham by the name of the Rifle. <laughs> Very original, right? He's a sniper, and his name is The Rifle. Very original. Anyway, he's been targeting scientists who have worked on that gun. Uh, there was only one scientist remaining. We see that he is in the crosshairs of The Rifle at a restaurant named Alessandro's. Now, that's going to come back a little bit later. Uh Pretty interesting. But anyway, right as he's about to pull the trigger... <clears throat> Sorry, right as he's about to pull the trigger, he is halted by Batwoman. Um, uses a bat bolo. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder in this. Uh, I wonder in this universe if everything, every gadget is a bat something. Anyway, uh, pretty much uses like a bolo and a uh, grappling type hook to really suspend him. Uh, he does get free, and his intended target also gets free as well. Uh, what we get is, uh, we get Luke doing a little detective work. And again, you know, this is something that I really like to see. I like to see that the bat team here, uh, and that's what I'm going to call them the bat team. Uh, it's really good to see that the bat team is actually starting to do some detective work, actually start to do some bat work, if you will. Um, you know, Lucas deduced that the last two targets, uh, were, were scientists that had worked or were contracted out to Hamilton Industries. Um, I don't know so much if they know that he was, that they were responsible for the gun, but they do know that, uh, you know, they did work for Hamilton Industries. And one of the people eating in Alessandra's that night was that third scientist, of course. So they know if they find that scientist, they will most likely find um, the shooter. And that's what they do. They do their due diligence. They find out his location. Batwoman stakes it out. Yet there is a third person there who kind of puts the kibosh on it. Seems there's somebody else going after the rifle. Um, After they trap the rifle, uh, Batwoman does fight this new mysterious person. And it is revealed to be none other than Julia Pennyworth. Yes. The daughter of Alfred and she knows Kate actually as she's fighting Batwoman she recognizes the fighting style because as she tells her I taught you those moves so apparently you know uh, if you remember Kate Kane was kicked out of Point Rock um military school That is when she then embarked on her training to, well, originally work her way into the crows, but it was training that would actually help her become Batwoman. So as she's going around the globe doing all this jet setting, well, not really jet setting, as she's doing all this training, she ends up in the British Isles where she's studying hand-to-hand combat. She meets a lovely young Krav Maga instructor who, it turns out, is Julia Pennyworth, who was dispatched there by Bruce Wayne because Bruce wanted to... Keep an eye on Kate, Uh, probably didn't know that she was going to end up as Batwoman, but probably more concerned about her uh, with everything that happened at uh, Point Rock with her being kicked out um, and also probably feeling responsible for Kate because of what happened to her mother and Beth and the fact that he as Batman was unable to save them. I think he always wanted to keep an eye on Kate. So anyway, Julia Pennyworth has entered the fold. Um, Tells her pretty much about the rifle. And, you know, they still have to figure out why he's there. Uh, We also see that, you know, the rifle apparently was hired by Alice to kill these scientists. Um... Also, too, the gun that she possesses, this um, high-energy gun that is capable of penetrating the bad armor, Um, whoever—well, that's the thing, is the rifle— Excuse me, the rifle is a gun for hire, but it seems that he works with someone or is loyal to someone who wants to make a trade with Alice, and we find out later on who this person is, but apparently Alice knows this person as well, um... Alice has the gun. There's something that she wants in exchange for it. And the rifle is sort of the go-between. The scientist, even though the rifle was able to kill him, uh, is eventually killed by a mouse. Uh, The rifle pretty much says, you know, fine, whatever. We killed these scientists. I did what you wanted. Uh, Now give me the gun. Alice says, no, not till I have what I was promised. And the rifle says, well, you know, she's not going to give it to you until she knows that this works. Alice demonstrates that the gun does work pretty much by shooting a hole through a concrete building. (laughs) Very nice. And just says, you know where to find me. Now, let's not forget that uh, Sophie, really pretty much since the beginning of the show, Sophie has been convinced that Batwoman is Kate and Kate is Batwoman. Uh, When they're first trying to take down the rifle, they actually confront each other in the alleyway. Um, You know, Sophie pretty much telling her, look, Kate, I know it's you and I'm going to tell your father because you know what, you're going to get yourself killed out here, either by us, the Crows, or by one of your enemies and, you know, I'm going to tell your father, I'm going to get you shut down. So now Kate has all this weighing on her, Um, you know, her father is getting divorced from Catherine, Uh, pretty much Catherine, who orchestrated faking Beth's death not intentionally uh as she said she did it really to sort of help comfort Jacob um but uh you know she's dealing with that she's dealing with the fact that Alice is still out there there's a gun out there on the street that could possibly kill her you know it's really a lot to deal with and in Julia Pennyworth showing up and adding in the fact that Sophie knows who she is and is going to spill the beans to her father mm-hmm <clears throat> Excuse me. So she decides to take matters into her own hands. You know, she talks about it with Luke. Luke says, look, you gotta do something about this. Can you trust her? And this is the thing. This is where we start getting flashbacks. We get flashbacks back to Point Rock. And, you know, we see that clearly the two of them are very much in love. And, you know, when they're confronted with this whole, you know, you're homosexual. That's really a code of conduct violation. You know, either say that you are not homosexual or you will be expelled from school. The two of them decide to stick it out because, you know, like they said, look, you know, it's a week from graduation with the top two cadets. They're not going to do this to us. You know, Kate talks Sophie into it. Sophie is really ready to go. So, Kate reaches out to Sophie here in the present and wants to meet her. Now, initially, she wants to meet her to pretty much come clean and tell her, like, look, whatever you do, don't tell my father. They end up in Alessandro's, that restaurant I was talking about up front. Now, what kind of makes this next scene very interesting is the fact that, you know, the assassination attempt was foiled. We know that it was foiled by Batwoman and Alessandro, like, guess this is who he is, he's the owner, is on TV telling Batwoman... Free meal anytime you want to come in. Well, Kate is there. Kate is there and meeting Sophie and they're talking and, you know, they hold hands as they're talking. Alessandra sees this, comes over, tries to tell Kate that there's a dress code violation. Can't wear sneakers here. She's like, interesting. First of all, my feet are under the table. You never would have seen them. And second of all, that guy over there, he's wearing sneakers. Oh, perhaps you would be more comfortable outside in our lounge area. Kate says, nope. No problem at all. You know what? I have to make a call. I'm going to call Mary Hamilton, my stepsister, uh, the one with 3.5 million Instagram followers. Uh, One word from her and we'll shut the place down. Alessandra says, Nope, I'm sorry. You know, uh, please enjoy your meal. Kate says, Nope, not hungry. Gets up and leaves. Sophie follows her out. I was like, what the heck, what are you doing? You know? And this is again, where Kate is saying like, look, I don't live in a closet. Okay. I am who I am. I'm loud and proud about it. And you know, what the heck, you know, this is, this is six years all over again. When you pretty much betrayed me, you didn't you know, you signed the that letter saying that you are not homosexual, so you could stay in Point Rock and uh, told me that you didn't love me. We get another flashback here where we see that Jacob comes to the hearing, The uh, you know, the day of the hearing. He sees Sophie out there. Now, here's the interesting thing. Sophie's parents... um pretty much do not know that she is homosexual and very clearly have an issue with homosexuals in general which is probably why Sophie never came out to them um so she's pretty much there all by herself uh Mr Kane offers her some advice he says look i can't make the decision for you you know and you know it sucks that you do have to make this decision but here's the reality you know Kate's going to do this no matter what. This is who she is and you know, for better or for worse this is going to be her last day at the academy because despite the fact that you think that you two are the top, you know, cadets and they were if you think that since you're the two top cadets here at the school that they're not going to kick you out for this you're very, very wrong. They will kick you out of this. Sophie's like "Well, what about the bad press, this and that? She's like you know, Jacob's like, nope, not going to happen. You know, this is a school built on tradition. Um, you know, a code, if you will, um, uh, he's not saying that the code is right, but he's just saying, this is how this place is. You know what? And if, you know, you do what Kate does and tear the letter up in their face, you will be expelled. You will be erased from history at this school and you will be forgotten. Um, you know, and Sophie realizes that, you know, Kate has that luxury. You know, her father is extremely wealthy. Uh, there are a lot of options and doors open to her, not so much for Sophie. So that is why she did what she did, um, you know, which angers Kate even further and also makes Kate realize that Sophie's very loyal to her father. So no matter what she says to her, Sophie's going to tell her father that she is Batwoman. Get a little subplot here, though, where her husband, Tyler, um, you know, he found out a few episodes ago that, um, Sophie and Kate knew each other at Point Rock. He found it a little unusual that she never talked about it, considering that that's the boss's daughter. Um... At the beginning where she confronts Batwoman in that alleyway, you know, uh, Tyler pretty much asks her, like, you know, is that Batwoman? What's going on? She's like, nope, got away before I could talk to her. But he sees the surveillance footage and sees that they did have a few moments to talk. He wants to know what's going on. Uh, So after this lunch, Sophie comes back, comes clean about Kate, but pretty much says, like, look, you know, that's in the past. I want to forget about it. And you're the one I love. And, you know, that's just what it is. Um, what we see now is, you know, Catherine coming to Jacob and pretty much saying like, look, you know, the gun is stolen. The scientists responsible for creating it are dead. Uh, this gun's out there on the street. It's a very, very dangerous weapon and we need it back. Um, Sophie tells Jacob that they're able to track it with some scientific device. I don't know what it is. Um, then, You know, she asks for a private meeting with Jacob and pretty much tells her, like, look, you know, we got to stop this gun. We got to get off the street because it's targeting Batwoman. And you need to be concerned because Kate is Batwoman. Um, So then we see that there is a manhunt or a gun hunt, if you will, for this high-powered weapon. Uh, Sophie is able to track it and find Batwoman. And she goes up and she tells her, still thinking that it's Kate, and pretty much says, you know, look, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry that I told your father. And I'm sorry about what happened all those years ago. If I had to do it all over again, you know, I would have stayed. I would have stayed with you. You know, I still care about you. And that's why I told your father. And Kate Kane steps out like, Sophie, what are you doing here? You know, so it's that old, you know, put somebody else in the suit and, you know, have the real person step out and sort of like, you know, I'm not the person in the suit. What's going on here? I mean, we've seen Batman do this a million times. Um, We've seen a lot of heroes do this, especially uh, if Martian Manhunter is involved because Martian Manhunter can shape shift. So, you know, the hero and their alter ego can be in the same place at the same time throwing suspicion off of them. Uh, But before anything really could be cleared up, um, Batwoman, whoever she may be, is shot by the weapon. Um, You know, Kate was not expecting this at all. uh, But, you know, the weapon did not kill Batwoman. But the Crows do get a hand on her. Um, Kate takes Sophie's gun gets on her motorcycle, helmet on, pretty much tracks it down, uh, with some expert shooting and great hand-to-hand fighting. She manages to free Batwoman, who we find out is Julia Pennyworth in disguise. Um, so their plan worked, you know, Sophie realized that, you know, oh, yep, Kate is not Batwoman. And, uh, you know, everything kind of seems to be hunky-dory here. Um, You know, Julia apologizes for all those years ago for lying to Kate about who she was. Uh, But does give her a bit of of advice and says, look, your cousin Bruce did things his way. And I'm glad you're following in his footsteps, but not letting people in and not trusting people, probably not the best thing and probably not the best thing that he did. Uh, Because she said, you know, outside my dad, Alfred uh and Lucius Fox you know that's it you know Bruce didn't have anyone and that's why now he's able to essentially disappear off the face of the earth and nobody knows where he is or do they even care anymore um and she tells Kate yeah it's probably not the best way to live your life so think about it a bit we're wrapping it up here now and we get a lot of interesting things um So apparently the Jacob that Catherine confessed to and talked about the weapon and everything and then later on seemed to patch things up, that wasn't him. That was Mouse because uh, Jacob was upstate chasing down a lead on some case. And it was really Mouse that went in there to kind of get them back together again. Um you know, Alice was able to trade the weapon for what appears to be a very potent poison. The rifle does come back and say, look, gun didn't work. You know, you know, she's not going to be happy about this. You know, whoever this deal is, you know, with Alice, Alice and whoever, but he does say a name, Sophia, 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 um, you know, Alice gets upset, never mention that name to me again. She says, Well, whatever, look, you know why ever you know, why you double crossed her, it really better be worth it, because she's not gonna forget this at all. Um what we see, the reason that the gun didn't kill Batwoman is There's a part to it, a coil or something that Alice pretty much swapped out because, yeah, she wants Kate around, at least for a little while longer. Um, Again, she did tell Kate a few episodes back that she does have plans for her, but uh, we'll have to wait and see on that. But who is this mysterious Sophia Sophia? Who is she? Could it be Sophia? Sophia Falcone, daughter of Carmine Falcone? Maybe. Because what's interesting is, is, uh, as Julia Pennyworth leaves, you know, Kate's like, well, you know, we got a shooter on the loose here in Gotham. She says, nope. My agency has pretty much tracked him. He's on his way back to, you know, some Mediterranean island, an Italian-sounding island. So Sophia Falcone? Maybe. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Again, I think this is a really, really great episode, a lot of telling the truth, a lot of hiding the truth, because the thing is, is at the end here, we see that uh, Gotham Pride Real Estate, which is Kate's new real estate venture, where she's going to buy up dilapidated buildings, and instead of gentrifying it, she's going to, you know, fix it up but keep the rents low so average, ordinary, everyday citizens of Gotham can afford to live there and really won't be forced out of their places to live. Um, She does make a purchase, however. There is an abandoned building across the street from Alessandro's. Uh, Kate buys it really pretty much out of spite because she figures, well, Alessandro doesn't like gays too much. How's he going to react when I turn this place into one of Gotham City's best gay bars ever? That'll be pretty interesting. She also uses this to help Mary come back into her life by, you know, making it a joint venture. You know, I buy it. I want to turn it into a gay bar. Mary will help fix it up. So she's letting people in and she's sort of trusting and patching up that relationship with Mary. Uh, Sophia does come by first, though. And it seems that she wants to sort of patch things up and really let Kate know how she feels, that she really does still love her. But Kate really comes to realize that, yeah, you know, maybe you were right six years ago. Maybe I do need to move on, you know, as much as I loved you and it was very hard to lose you. It's probably time. So Sophia, seeing that the love of her life has pretty much left her now, goes back to her husband and is like, uh uh-huh. You know, the day I told her I didn't love her, uh, it was Drew, and i have forgotten about her. You're the only person from May, so very, very interesting indeed. Uh, I believe there's going to be one more episode left before Crisis on Infinite Earth, so it's probably going to be the mid-season finale, um, probably where Alice and Mouse are going to put their mad tea party scheme into action. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Guys, do me a favor. Thanks for listening. Head on over to Stuff You Don't Need to Know podcast over on Instagram. Uh, I post pictures about the stuff that I talk about. This is Jay, and I'll talk to you guys later.